0: are now listening to Got'em, Coach! Hoops, styles, sounds, and total randomness. Lace up your kicks, turn your volume up, and find your favorite chill spot, because it's about to get serious. Now, here's your host, the man whose hair is spinning around the world, Tyrone Smith.
1: Yo, oh. shit. You already know how I go episode number 18 in the building time to give y'all that dopeness of doptocities of doptrocities of dope philosophies don't don't mind me i don't know what i'm saying i'm just excited to get ready to give y'all another episode of what i love to do best and that's talk my stuff spit them facts for you and have you wondering why doesn't that man work with ESPN? <laughs> nah, but man, seriously, man. Episode number 18 of the show, where just like Jay Z, I also like to wear chancletas with my jeans. Got him, coach! Yes, and I am your host, Tyrone Smith, aka wrong 2 exclusive, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit daytona 360 alive and in the flesh y'all already know what i come to do man i come to give y'all that dylan dillinger hot fire that h-e-a-t heat y'all already know how it go so check it out man we slowly getting up there, man, slowly getting up there to episode number 20, which is another milestone in, of itself, motivation to get it cracking part two, um, the episode where I don't really, I don't really got to talk about nothing, basketball, nothing related, I just give y'all life lessons, man, and just kind of keep y'all on the uh, straight and strapping the up and narrow, man, one more episode before we get into that episode, these these are probably one, gonna probably be my favorite episodes, cause ain't really a lot of a lot of stuff that I really got to put into it It's just me speaking from the heart Giving y'all true facts, man So, y'all already know how that go, man So, um, episode number 20, be on the lookout, man Motivation to get a crack at part 2 Now, overall, my week, man My week has been a very intriguing week I can't even front It's been a week of uh, a lot of different questions And a lot of different whys Or is this really happening Or, you know, just, 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 just out the random after random normal stuff that you know just kind of goes through the daily you know just kind of the daily process of 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 things that goes on um really don't want to get too much into into what's going on until i really can confirm or deny what's going on but until then you know just know that uh it's all a part of the process man it's all a part of the process um at the end of the day i'm with anybody trying to motivate themselves to you know try to find better things and better situations for themselves even if it may make others feel as if they're not good enough or you know they're not worthy enough of you know being a part of the uh, uh, the equation at the end of the day man it's all about life is all about going out and, and and finding your own path and just kind of being your own man or woman or whatever you know not really having to depend on somebody or not really having to, you know, raise uh, another grown person. Um, Sometimes you just got to go out and you got to do what you feel is absolutely best for you at this stage in your life. And some may not agree with it. Some may have might have certain ways that they feel about it. But at the end of the day, we all live for one. We all live for ourselves, And that's just the reality of. What life is about you you live for yourself you live if you have kids you live for your kids um you know if you if you're taking care of somebody um elderly or whatever the case may be you you you, you live for that you you live for what's going on in your life right now and for some it's a, it's some it's a situation of just being in a situation being in a predicament where um you fulfilled every obligation that you need to fulfill You've been in a certain place for a long period of time and it's just time for you to go and 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 find new horizons and, and and just be free and just 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 live and and not have to worry about things because you you've done everything that you could you've done everything that you needed to do for some um Finding oneself is to get out of situations that may bring them down into the bottom. Of, may bring them down to the bottom. Um, situations that you feel uh, you can you 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 gotten yourself out of, but they always find their way back into your life to bring you back down to square one. Situations that get you in trouble it may make leaving or or, or starting a new life a little more difficult than what it may have been at first. So with that being said i can't really get into what's going on um i have to really confirm or deny it and then once that once that's confirmed or denied you know i'll be able to let y'all know what's really going on man um otherwise man it ain't really been nothing um going on too much i ain't really been doing too much of of, of nothing to be honest with you i just been really just been trying to chilling and you know just laying back and you know enjoying the fruits of my labor (laughs) <laughs> but now we back into this grind man Cause we back into the show Episode number 18 man You already know how it go man Got him coach Episode number 9 times 2 Or 18 divided by 1 Or 9 plus 9 Or 18 plus 0 Y'all get what I'm trying to say man Episode number 18 Got him coach Let's get into it Speak now
0: or forever, hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back in this week's.
1: That's how you feel. So, look, um, let's talk about first of all. Let's let me talk about this because I just talked about uh, leaving the nest, or sometimes you gotta. You got to do something that you feel is absolutely necessary for you to, to continue in your development of life. It applies to all avenues or all assets of life. Whether it's regular people, whether it's um, people on the streets, whether it's professional athletes, this, it, it applies to everybody. You're going to come to a point, one, a point in time in your life where you feel like, you know what? this isn't what it is anymore i want to go out and i want to adventure and i want to be able to do something different and and not have regret uh, regrets of doing something different now this brings me to the homie Kyrie. (laughs) once again i didn't really touch into it last week but um i'm touching in more into it this week a lot of people feel as if he is he's bugging for uh, wanting to trade out of Cleveland, playing with the best player on the planet right now, um, is he really bugging? Though I don't think he's bugging, and this is why I don't. I don't think he bugged. I mean, part of it, yeah. A part of it sounds bad. You want to leave a three-time, a three-time Eastern Conference champion, one-time NBA champion, two-time final up, uh, finals runner-up uh, team to go and be the man for your team? Um, sounds a little selfish to me, sounds a little, you know, sounds a little, uh, yeah, sounds a little selfish. I mean, matter of fact, it doesn't sound a little selfish. It is kind of selfish, you know, um, just, just to break up team chemistry because you want to put up five extra shots and average, maybe four or five extra points per game. Seems a little selfish to me, but in hindsight, I kind of see where he's, I can kind of see where Maybe a trade will 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 do just just what he needs. Now, personally, I don't think LeBron is gonna be there. I don't think he's gonna be there. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna test free. I think he's gonna leave in free agency because the team is just way too old. They don't have a lot of a a lot of pieces to move to get younger and get better. Um, They signed Derrick Rose, but you really don't know what you're gonna get with D. Rose at this point in his career. He's stays injured too much. Yeah, Granny he averaged about 18 points uh, for the Knicks last year, but he got hurt. So you really don't know what you're going to get with D-Rose. So I think that's going to be kind of intriguing. And then like I said, the, the talent overall is just not it's just not that good. You depending on you depending on Richard Jefferson who is about about close to the wheelchair. You got Channing Frye who is about close to the wheelchair. Um, you got Shumpert. Need I say more? Uh, JR. Um, You know, so the team is just, it's not really, it's not, it's not, it's not contender heavy. Like, it's contender heavy for this year, but you gotta think, Boston has all these assets and all these, all these different young, all this young talent that I'm gonna touch on a little later, that I think they're gonna potentially be throwing the Cavaliers, but that's, 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 that's going down, that's going a little further down in the show. But, um, if I'm Kyrie I want out <laughs> I want out because I don't want to be in a I don't want to be in a situation where I was my first three four years in the league where I'm playing with a bunch of nobody sorry pieces of blank blank and I'm probably gonna be looking at winning about 25 to 30 games if I'm out if I, and I want out now now the teams that were initially brought up New York uh miami san antonio minnesota i don't think they have the pieces they don't have the pieces to trade right now more so minnesota than anybody else because they could put like a Jet t maybe an andrew wiggins you know what i'm saying they, they can they have pieces to trade but you can't trade jeff t into december because he just signed a free agent contract and you know you have to wait a couple months before you actually are able to uh trade um free agents that you just signed to your team so Minnesota, and I'm pretty sure Kyrie wants to be out of there ASAP. So that's not gonna happen. New York is not gonna happen, even though he wants to go to New York very, very badly. I don't see it happening because New York has nowhere near the talent that Cleveland will want to acquire for Kyrie. They're not getting Kristaps. I would that would be that would be crazy. Even though I kind of compare him to Andrea Baryani at this point. Which is not really a good comparison. I think he needs to get about a couple more rebounds. Be a little. Need to be more of a presence in the paint. Be more of a um, rim protector. For, for me to get off of that comparison. But that comparison is, is, is kind of stacking up right now. Um, but they're not giving him away. Because there's, it's, 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 a, it's potential there. It's potential for him to be good. It's potential for him to be. Um, the cornerstone, the, the cornerstone of the Knicks. So I don't see them getting rid of him. Um, you have mellow You could do a mellow for a Kyrie, but Melo only wants to play for Houston. So I don't see how that's gonna work. He's not gonna accept the trade to Cleveland. So I don't see how that's gonna work. San Antonio, same same thing. You can trade a Lamarcus Aldridge, but a Lamarcus Aldridge to a Kevin Love front court with LeBron looks good on paper. But theoretically it could be like a josh smith andre drummond and greg Monroe front court like it was with with the pistons which was just a total chaos so don't see that happening um miami i guess i mean you got goran draghi you can trade you 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 have him he's a tradable asset josh richardson is a tradable asset maybe a tyler johnson um a justice winslow maybe but they don't have first round picks and i'm pretty sure they want Young players, players that can help them win now, and probably compensation in, in terms of draft picks. And Miami doesn't have that because they traded their draft picks to a team that I feel that will fit Kyrie. Well, I don't think fit them much more or less so, but I think they have enough to give Cleveland to where it could be. A, I think it'd be an even trade, and that's Phoenix. Phoenix, you can give them. Now, last week, I said you can give them eric bledsoe maybe a tj warren maybe you know a draft miami's draft pick maybe two draft picks i think two would be a little bit too much maybe a couple second rounders in the the first or something like that now i'm hearing that maybe it can be a eric bledsoe and a josh jackson which you could yeah i can see that i mean if, if you anticipate lebron leaving in the summer you'll have that small forward i think either way with a tj either with a tj or uh, or Josh Jackson, I feel that you'll have that small forward uh, um, position set because T.J. Warren is dope. Josh Jackson has proved that he's gonna be a nice player in this league. So either way, it's it, I think it's good. Um, Eric Bledsoe, I feel he can be a he's a little more well-rounded than Kyrie in the term that he plays defense and he can get down there and he can pull down he can get boards. And, you know, he's LeBron James' homie. So, <laughs> so I, I think he's a little more real right And he's only a couple years older than Kyrie. So, I think, you know, Eric Bledsoe could be an interesting piece when healthy. Now, that's the question with Eric Bledsoe because he does get injured a little too much for him to be a cornerstone of your team. But I think if he if he stays healthy, especially this year where a lot of the pressure in terms of him handling the ball is not really on him, he could it kind of can defer to LeBron. Um, I can see, I can see a Eric Bledsoe and a Josh Jackson going to Cleveland, man. I can see it. I also said Denver because they have nice young assets too, um, that they can also trade for Kyrie, um, to make their team better. Now they got Nikola Jokic and they got Paul Millsap, but they got, they got a, 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 a I do I don't even think that's a word, but we're going to make it a word, a plinthler. Of, of guards that they could trade and, 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 and make this happen so I mean those are teams that I think can, can really make it happen and then on top of that Kyrie can be the man he can be the man in Denver. Hmm. Yeah I think he can be the man in Denver because I think the offense can run through Nicola because he he he's a dope passer to be a big man. So I think that I think that could definitely happen. Um Phoenix, you get a Kyrie and a Devin Booker that I think they're easily probably the the, the second best backcourt in 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 the game because they both can score. and neither one of them can play defense, a lick of defense. Kyrie shows potential of it, but Devin Booker shows no type of potential of it. But I think their their scoring prowess can 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 overcome the fact that they don't play defense now. He's not going to be the man that the only thing about it is he's not going to be the man in phoenix devin that's devin booker's team and i think he wants to go to a situation where he can be the man now when you look at those teams where can he be the man at it's obviously new york it's obvious it's either new york or it's actually cleveland because even with cleveland he's not the he's not theoretically the second guy on the team i mean lebron yes Everything goes through LeBron, but at the end of the game, who more often than not, Kyrie's getting the ball at the end of the game. He's the he's the closer. LeBron has dubbed him the closer of the team. So he he you know he gets it. He's the he's the he's the number one option at, in crunch time. More often than not, he's the number one option. Um, and with all these other teams, he's not going to be the guy. Well, except for New York, but like I said, New York don't have the pieces for him. So now we get to the point. Is Kyrie being selfish? Yes. Can you can you understand why he's being selfish? Yes. Um is a trait imminent? Is is he is he is he gonna be in a cavalier uniform by training camp? He's gonna be in the cavalier uniform by training camp. He's he's gonna be on the team. Because if if, if if teams aren't offering what the Cavaliers want from him, what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? This ain't like the NFL where you can just sit out a training camp. You can hold out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not gonna happen without you missing big time money. And I'm pretty sure he don't wanna miss out on no money. So he gonna be there. Can the LeBron Kyrie can it be sit can it be situated? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it could be situated for the good of playing on the court together. But other than that, I don't think it's situated. But I don't see him being on the team. I don't. I don't see him making. I don't see him making. Probably past the preseason. I, I. I think he'll be in training camp. I don't think he does much in training camp because he doesn't want to be there. But I don't see him. I don't see him on the regular season first game roster. I don't see that. I see him being potentially traded way before that. Um, but I, I I understand you want to be the man. You want to have all the responsibilities. You want to take all the shots. You want all the accolades and the glory for when your team wins. You probably don't want it when you lose because they're going to say, well, Kyrie was the guy. He's the guy in crunch time. He's the number one option on the team. Or maybe you want that. Maybe you want that added pressure of being that guy to will your team to the to the to the to the pinnacle of victory in the in the in the, the crushing agony of defeat maybe you want that um maybe he yeah maybe he wants that and, and maybe it's maybe it's just a matter of putting more pressure on itself or maybe it's i've graduated from the the, the 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 robin stage now i want to be batman can Kyrie lead the team to the championship by himself no can't lead a team by himself to the championship. This isn't the 80s. This isn't the early 2000s where Iverson was leading the team, when it was leading the, uh Philadelphia 76ers to the finals, when Isaiah Thomas was leading the Pistons to the championship back-to-back. This, this, this ain't that NBA no more. You need two, you need two, at least three high-quality players to be a championship contender not one player is not going to be able to do it no more which is why you saw Boston's probably go after Gordon Hayward because they realized Isaiah Thomas is not going to be able to do it by himself we'll get into Boston a little later but um shout out to Kyrie shout out to Kyrie for wanting to make his own way um wanting to be his own guy lead his own team to the, to the promised land I think A lot of people criticize his first three years. You really can't criticize his first three years because he was hurt a lot. And, I mean, he gets hurt often from time to time now. But I think veteran in his prime Kyrie, I think he can lead a team to at least a playoff berth uh, compared to the rookie figuring out the NBA Kyrie. But in hindsight of him wanting to step out and be his own man, it, it, it just—it's it, it, sad. It's sad what Golden State is doing to these superstars, and just and making them realize that if they don't join forces or if they don't leave the team, leave the teams that they're on, to to, to go to other teams to be great, then they're not going to win a championship. Then that's that's more credit to Golden State, which I'll touch on a little later. That's more credit to Golden State and and the power and in the in the moves that they made this offseason not only keeping their core but adding two additional uh players who want to help out with that rotation on top of trading for a a steal in the nba draft who they feel can can come and contribute to the team right away so Kyrie, i'm with you man I'm with you man. If you go to Phoenix, I'm with you even harder, man. You and Devin Booker, y'all gonna do some 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 incredible things down there at Phoenix. Y'all, y'all might not make the playoffs this year, but like I said, Phoenix is Phoenix is on the rise. And people have been wondering why I've been so heavy on Phoenix talking about their rise because I, I see the potential with Phoenix like they have everything they have the young assets to trade um, Brandon Knight he just got hurt that's 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 huge he won't play this year torn ACL that's huge um, I felt like he could have been a, a, a very good uh, a trade a trade asset for Phoenix to go out and, and get somebody but he got hurt of playing in some uh, summer league games um not NBA related, you know, you know how they go, but, um, that, that hurts, but I think they have the, the young talent overall, and then they have the assets and draft picks to make something happen to where they can get a big name superstar on their team, remember Blake Griffin flirted with meaning, was flirting with meaning with the Phoenix Suns when free agency opened before he actually decided to sign back with the, um, with the Clippers, so that should tell you something. That to tell you something. Phoenix, I think, is one superstar away from being a competitor in the West. Maybe, maybe fighting for one of them, uh, one of them two spots. Maybe that seven, eight spot, because I think Clipper, the Clippers, the Jazz, and um, the AFC? the Grizzlies, they're probably going to struggle. And, and Portland, I think those are four teams. I think that they, they can they can battle a lot with, with those four teams for one of, those, one of those spots, man. If they acquire Kyrie. That's how I feel, man. If you don't like how I feel, well, oh, well. Let's get into the show. Episode number 18, him Coach.
0: Well, 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 there is something worth talking about today. Here's the top five stories of the
1: week. All right, so look, it's been, it has been—it was a lot going on um, last week that I didn't really get to touch on. And I'm going to touch on this week. Um, first of all, let's give a round of applause to the Golden State Warriors, man. They are doing the thing. They are really, really doing the thing, man. I can't even be mad at what they're doing. They just went out. They, they signed Nick Young to a contract. They signed Omri Caspi to a contract. And they re-just resigned the homie JaVel McGee. They just resigned him to a one-year veterans minimum contract. About two mil. Um Golden State. Golden State is gonna be the team to beat <laughs> again this year. I mean, and I, I don't think I don't even think that's a, a question of um, who who's gonna dethrone them? I don't think no team can dethrone them. I think even with a a catastrophic injury to like maybe like a Steph or or KD or something like that or a Clay or a Draymond, I still think they're they're gonna be the team to beat because they just have that much more talent than everybody else, and that's crazy. That's crazy when you think about the fact that they were on uh, they were potentially about to lose Iggy. They was potentially about to lose Livingston. They was potentially about to lose McGee. Curry and Durant was a free agents. And they lost not one player from that roster. David West was a free agent. Zaza Pachulia was a free agent. And they lost nobody. And on top of that, they added Nick Young and they, uh, and they added Omri Caspi. Come on, man. Come on. Are you serious? Are you serious? Now they tax they tax hit is about to be crazy dumb. Shout out to Kevin Durant for taking the pay cut so they can get back an Iggy. Um and and all these additional players. Um but Man, this, this team is just stacked, man. I don't see no other team that can rock with this with this Warrior squad. Even if the Rockets get Mello, which Melo has already said he wants to go to Houston. He doesn't want to play for no other team. He wants to go to Houston. That's what that's the team he wants to. That's the team he wants to play for. With the CP3 a James Harden and a mellow team, that's still not enough to contend with the the the, the Warriors. And I don't even I don't even know if it works because Melo's a ball stopper, and you don't know how uh, cohesive CP three and James Harden is gonna be um, on the court this year. Now I know they had a game in the Drew League, and a lot of people said that their chemistry was kind of it was kind of cool, but that's Drew League. You know what I'm saying? When the Houston Rockets are going on a four game losing streak. And Chris Paul is not is complaining about the fact that he's not able to initiate the offense, or he's initiating the offense more. And James Harden is complaining about not getting enough touches, or Melo's complaining about not getting enough touches. You know what I'm saying? See where see where I'm going? I think Houston, if they require a Melo, because with Chris Paul, I feel like they're one five-game losing streak away from 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 all hell breaking loose. If they acquire Melo, they won three-game losing streak away from all hell breaking loose. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this about the NBA. Everything is kumbaya in the beginning of the year. All oh, we can make this work. I think he's an exceptional talent. I'm gonna play off of him. You know, this gives me a chance to do something that I've never done before. But I'm you. I, I could kind of do it. But the minute a team start losing, and the minute a team, a minute, and the minute, just the minute the team start losing, man, fingers gonna get the pointing. People gonna complain about not getting enough shots. People gonna complain about not getting the ball at crunch time. It's just, it's just what it is. It's just, it is what it is. And I, I, I see, I see a catastrophic collapse for Houston if they acquire a Melo. But Melo wants to go there. On a paper, the team was good, but let a let a let a losing streak happen to uh, that team, and watch what happened, man. I just it's it's gonna be interesting, man. Now, if they acquire Melo, do you think that's enough to beat the Warriors? No, no team has enough to beat the Warriors. They're gonna win the championship. <laughs> that's just what it is. They're gonna win the championship, and I don't even think it's gonna be close. They went sixteen and one last year in the playoffs. I don't think they lose a game if they when they go to the playoffs. I think because yeah, it could be interesting uh getting um Nick Young and Petrillion and, and and those guys kind of in the in the fray again. But once you get them in the fray, this team is dangerous because Nick Young can come off the bench and give you thirty. Omri Caspi has shown the potential to give you a good twenty to twenty-five points on any given night. JaVel McGee, very capable defender. I think he should start. I think if, if you put a, a, a Steph, a Steph Clay, uh, Katie, Draymond, and JaVel McGee line up out there and let Petrulia come off the bench, they they might surpass 73 and 9. Like, JaVel McGee fits this team that perfectly. He can run the floor, rebound, block shots, um, you know, he has the long arms. The 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 lob is going to always be there for him. I see it. I see the potential in this team, man. Um Shout out to Go State, man. They they doing some they doing some things, man. They doing some things now. A couple years down the line it's going to get intriguing. Clay and Draymond, they're going to be free agents. I'm pretty sure they're not going to be able to give max contracts to four guys and have to pay guys who they feel who feel like they were contributing parts to the team and they want to get paid so Golden State is going to get a little interesting once they move into their new arena in a couple years but not right now right here right now what up Kwame right here right now but uh right here right now ain't nobody ain't nobody rocking with ain't nobody rocking with Golden State like that man I just don't see it I just don't see it man let's get into uh the next my next story for the week man And this, this, I think this is a very intriguing question that we really need to think about. Are the Celtics the best team in the Eastern Conference right now? Now, in hindsight, let's look at what Boston did, right? Well, let's look, let's look at their team. First of all, they have Isaiah Thomas. They drafted Jason Tatum. They just acquired Gordon Hayward. Um, And they acquired Aaron Bynes, a center for the Pistons right they just acquired Marcus Morris also Alright. so oh Shane Larkin don't oh, let me forget Shane Larkin they, they also acquired him too yeah Shane Larkin so the big signing is Gordon Hayward big signing is Gordon Hayward Jason Tatum has pooling himself to potentially be a a, 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 a a ready-made NBA talent right now um he, he killed it in the summer league. He killed it in the summer league. Um, initially, I felt that maybe they should have maybe looked at the possibility of trading them and maybe getting a star, maybe like a Jimmy Butler. And actually, don't forget, um, I actually want, don't want to forget this, but uh, Boston is in consideration of acquiring Kyrie, but I don't see that happening because Boston is in such much more competition with uh was in a lot of competition with this with the Celtics, and i don't think they want to make them any better and i on top of that i st- i still feel like maybe a phoenix and a denver has a little more well no i'll take that back if they're just going player for player i feel like maybe phoenix and, 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 and denver has a little more but boston they have so many draft picks so many different draft picks that they can offer uh cleveland for Kyrie, but i think they 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 could get in there but i don't see cleveland trading with boston that just wouldn't make any kind of sense to me personally all right now back to the Celtics now they 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 still have isaiah thomas they got jason tatum uh gordon haywood was the big signing aaron Bynes is going to help them um off the bench or maybe as a starter i don't know how i don't know how that that starting lineup is going to run um, marcus morris brings them a toughness and a swagger to the team that they may have been missing because Al Horford to me is a little softy. I mean, they got Jake Crowder. He, he gets in there. Um, but Marcus Morris is, is that guy. He, he's going to bring a, a, I think a toughness and a swagger to that team that they need that he brought to the Pistons when he first got there which made, which um, had the Pistons surprise a lot of teams and not surprise them so much this year as to where they were under 500. Now, For the losses that uh, Boston has uh, um, received to get Gordon Hayward, they had to trade Avery Bradley to the Pistons. Huge loss. Huge loss. Because Avery Bradley is a, he's a, he's the total, he's a, he's a definition of a 3 and D player. Even much better than KCP. Everybody talked about how good an elite of a 3D player KCP was. I think Avery Bradley is just a little better. Now for Detroit, you have to wonder. I mean, this, yeah, this helps your luxury tax situation now, but Avery Bradley is under under is only under contract for one more year. Will you be able to resign him? Um With the with the max deals you gave out to Reggie Jackson, which now when you compare it to the forty million and the fifty million and all that that Steph, James Harden and uh, John Wall is about to make fifteen million, ain't looking that ain't looking that bad. Then you have Andre Drummond. You have to you have to wonder if Andre Drummond is the player that you want for the future. Heck of a rebounder one of the best in the in the game but his defense isn't really what you want it to be um, his offensive game is non-existent so you have to you have to wonder if this is the guy that you really want going forward but the Avery bradley trade for the pistons i i consider that a win for the pistons a big win for the pistons um you lost kelly Olynyk to miami a big man who can stretch the floor space the floor Um, You lost Amir Johnson to the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, a leader in the locker room who's going to give that young team down there, in Philly, going to teach them the right way, um, get them to play in the right way. And and, and that's potentially going to lead them to winning a lot of games. Um, When you look at it overall, with the Cavaliers potentially losing Kyrie, I think it ultimately depends on where Kyrie is trading. If Kyrie is traded for another point guard, like let's say Eric Bledsoe, I still think Cleveland is the best team in the East. Right now, I still believe that Cleveland is the best team in the East, even with the situation that's going on right now. Because I think once you get on the basketball court, don't matter what's what's said or whatever, whatever, at the end of the day, everybody plays hard to win. Everybody's going to play hard for that next contract as well. So Cleveland, I think, is, is, is still the better, the better team either way either way i think cleveland is still the better team now if they get garbage for kyrie irving if they trade him to new york and, and they get garbage back they don't get a point guard in return and if you depending on derrick rose to be that guy to to lead cleveland back to the promised land boston is the best team in the east but right now i think that this team the Celtics, i think that you you could legitimately put them as the second best team in the east they are a legit second team in the east and depending on what happens with Kyrie irvin they could be the best team in the, uh, in the eastern conference they could be the best team in the conference. but you got to see how that um how that happens how that how that plays off now after this year after this year one more year lebron and that's it lebron probably gonna leave then you're you're gonna be the best team in the east for at least the next five years you you and what Milwaukee is gonna contend for the best team in the East for the next three to four, maybe five years. So you built the team that can compete. It's just a matter of can y'all make it happen? I I, I see the potential, but LeBron is just too bad of a guy. That I, I think that um I think that Cleveland, at least for this year, I think they're the they're the cream of the crop of the East depending on the Kyrie situation if they get garbage back for Kyrie, man it's not i, I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know man i just don't know i just don't know i just don't know man. next now nah, we talking about uh the, the the beast of the east man this, this this race is actually gonna be interesting. No, actually, let's just let's just talk about a couple signings that um that transpired. Um I talked about Aaron Baines going to uh the Celtics, Kelly O'Lenny going to the Heat. I think that's a good signing for uh Miami. Um get a nice little stretch uh for potential five out there give you some buckets. Um OKC OKC is making some moves, man. They, just, they they signed Patrick Patterson and they signed Derrick Collison. Patrick Patterson, they signed for three years. Derrick Collison for one year. Um, even with the acquisition of Paul George, I felt that OKC was the second best team in their, in their division because I felt Minnesota was still going to be the team to beat in their division. I didn't like the fact that well, when they traded Sabonis, I felt that maybe Canner was going to step in and become that 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 starting power forward. Him and Stephen Adams, theoretically, they don't mesh together on the court together because I think in some ways they kind of play more of the same. They kind of play the same game. Um, I think Ennis, he has the ability to step out a little more and hit that mid-range. But this signing right here, Patrick Patterson. A, a wonderful, a, a great stretch four. Who can step? Who can stretch the floor out? Let Russell and uh, Paul George do his, do their thing, man. And who, who can knock down the open shot? Who can also keep that bench strong by keeping Ennis Cancer from coming off of it becoming a starter? And he can be that. Um, he can be that sixth man for OKC. So this is a big signing for them. I like this signing. I also like the signing of Derrick Collinson. Derrick Collinson is a very solid point guard who can give Russell Minute, who could give Russell Westbrook's, who can get Russell Westbrook um time to rest, who could also handle the point while Russell Westbrook plays off of the ball. So this is this, these are two good moves for OKC. Very, very good moves for OKC. Now does this close the gap between Minnesota and Oklahoma City? I don't know. I don't know. Minnesota, they went crazy. They went crazy this offseason. They got Jimmy Butler. They got um they got Taj Gibson and they just signed, they signed Jamal Crawford. So, Minnesota Minnesota is definitely prepping for uh, to, to come for one of them top three spots in the uh, West, man. So, I, I still think that they're going to be the team to beat in their division. But Oklahoma City has closed the gap significantly. But I think the question with Minnesota is, how is this chemistry going to work? I mean, are these guys going to be able to coincide with each other and, 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 and sacrifice for the common good for wins? Um... That that remains to be seen. We just don't we don't know how that's gonna play out yet. But I think there. I think with Thibodeau there, Jimmy Butler, who's a winner, proven winner. Tobbs Gibson, who's a proven winner. Jamal Crawford, who's a proven winner. I think that. Um, I think they'll be able to uh, to close that gap in terms of um, 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 chemistry and be able to uh, get wins. And, contender in the western conference this year um not so much to be going state but they'll be right in the thick of things <laughs> let's talk about rudy gay rudy gay just signed a two-year deal with the san antonio spurs um interested signing uh rudy gay betted on himself this past year by uh deciding that he was going to opt out of his contract and it turned out to bite him very very hard um was it opt in? Did he opt in or did he opt out? Well, he did one of the two. And they came back to buy him because he got he got injured. And the market for him wasn't really heavy. There was speculation that maybe he goes to Oklahoma City, but he goes to San Antonio. Now, this doesn't help San Antonio. I think it, it helps them in, in some ways, but not the ways that they really needed to help them. Um when you really, when you look at their team, their backcourt is old and unproven. You got Ginobili and Parker who are about a couple who, J- Parker particularly, particular, he, he's about wheelchair accessible now. Ginobili is about six months away from being wheelchair, wheelchair accessible. Uh, Danny Green, um, Deontay Murray, they don't have enough punch at the guard spots for them to be legit, legit contenders. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I would have went after a guard and then they lost Jonathan Simmons to Orlando so that that was huge that was a huge blow and every signed power Gasol. this team is old <laughs> this team is old and Rudy Gage coming off of these injuries you don't know you don't know how he's gonna come back I think San Antonio could fall off a little bit this year they were the second second seed in the West um this past year. I can see them maybe falling off to maybe a fourth 4 4 fifth seed because they don't have enough. And then you alienated LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't see him playing motivated, highly motivated. Um, like I said, you re-signed Paul Gasol. You lost Dwayne Dedman. So this is going to be an interesting time if you're a San Antonio Spurs fan. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to make a lot of noise. And I think this could be the beginning of a... Um, of a surprising rebuilding effort for Greg Popovich and the Spurs. But you know, this is going to be interesting to see how that um, how that transpires. Vince Carter. Vince Carter is going to the Sacramento Kings. How about that? Now, there was actually rumors that he may go to Golden State too, but he actually went to Sacramento. Um, This is interesting. This is interesting. This is interesting if, if you're Zach Randolph, Vince Carter or George Hill I could I could see I could see so much maybe why George Hill um agreed to play you know to sign a deal with Sacramento he could be kind of that mentor to De'Aaron Fox and he could also get buckets and I think he could be I think he's going to be the starting point guard day one I think he's going to be able to um to help the process of De'Aaron Fox and help him be able to uh you know be able to um lead and 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 be of elite status but i think it's just i think it's i think it's interesting for vince carter and zach randolph because these guys are older and you would think that they would want to go to a team where they can be um contributing factors to maybe playing for a championship with this team i see them just kind of being mentors to helping the development of sacramento to where they won't be the worst team in the west Where they could maybe be like the second or the third worst team in the West. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Maybe. And then, like I said, this is this is where. Where what do players really play for nowadays? Do they play for the fact that they want to win championships and be a part of that um, uh, that elite class forever, or do they want to play for the money? You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, with Sacramento. Um, they're good signings. Don't don't get me wrong. They're they're good signings, but Sacramento's not going anywhere anytime soon. So I don't know why these signings I don't know why these players agree to these signings. So uh, let's get into uh, Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. signed a four-year 71 million dollar contract with the Knicks right and it's funny this is funny because um Tim Hardaway was an initial draft pick of the Knicks. When Phil Jackson got there, he actually traded Tim Hardaway to the Hawks because he felt he didn't develop enough, didn't play enough defense, all that good stuff, right? Tim Hardaway developed as a member of the Atlanta Hawks. Very capable guy, you know, who led them to many of wins, improved his game overall. Now that Phil Jackson is out of the equation as the Knicks' uh, decision maker, they brought him back how about that <laughs> um but this also tells me now this is gonna be interesting because apparently Melo and hardaway has some kind of rift when uh, hardaway played for the knicks this tells me that Mel- i don't think Melo is gonna be on the team but th- no i think he's going to be on the team because what can houston give the knicks to make a trade happen like ryan anderson Ryan Anderson is not going to happen. Ryan Anderson is, it, I mean, the contracts can match up, but it's not going to happen. Houston, outside of what they have initially, don't really have a lot to, to, to compensate for a Melo. Unless you throw picks in there. And, and, and if Houston is planning on being this elite team for the next couple years, with the impending re-signing of Chris Paul and the potential acquisition of a Melo, they can be there for a couple years. And they won't need they won't need their first round picks, their second round picks. They won't need none of them because, well, they're <laughs> they're gonna be at the bottom of the draft anyway. So initially I thought that this was gonna this ultimately was gonna lead to Melo being out, but with Melo only wanting to play for Houston and Houston not really having enough to give him Um Back enough, even though I think Melo is worth he could still be worth a little something, but Unless you add like a third team in there who can who can um, alleviate some pressure and maybe give Houston a couple more uh, additional pieces or give New York a couple additional pieces, I think Melo's gonna be there. But this is a very interesting signing. You already got Courtney Lee on the team. You got uh, can't think of the guy's name, the, the 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 French guy that they just picked up. Um, so New York is just in a. New York is just a mess right now, man. New York is just a hot, doo-doo, dumpster, boo-boo mess. It's just all bad. And then last but not least in my stories, uh, Tyreek Evans signed a two-year contract with the Grizzlies. I think this ultimately shows that Memphis is waving the white flag on their season. And they're not going to be any good. Think about it, they signed Ben, ben McLemore and Tyreek Evans, two players. Tyreek Evans more so because he was injured a lot, but Ben McLemore just I don't know. I, I guess it was because he played with Sacramento. Sacramento really isn't a place for young players to really develop if you're not if you're just on the cuffs of being good to to great like i think with demarcus cousins he was kind of good already he just developed more to be great ben mclemore wasn't he was just in a i think he was in a bad spot mythis um the coaching i think the coaching would be there for him to be good um his deal isn't isn't a high risk uh deal i think it's a it's a low risk high reward deal where he could potentially come in and, and, and maybe prove Dodgers wrong. But I think it's going to be interesting to see. But I, I ultimately, I think Memphis is just throwing in the towel. They let Zebo go. Um, there's been talk of maybe Marcus saw being traded. Tony Allen hasn't re-signed the contract. And then you think about the 30 mil that they paying Mike Conley. this is going to be in some, some, in some interesting. It's going to be an interesting season for them Memphis Grizzlies. Next. <laughs> So look, I, um, first of all, let me give my apologies to Lynx to Galloway because a couple episodes ago, I said that this was the worst sign that the Pistons could have ever made. But apparently he is, he, he can shoot a little bit. I didn't think he was a shooter. I actually had to, I actually had to go back and watch a little footage of him to actually confirm that he was, that I was talking, that I was making sure what I was talking about was actually right. And, um, I was wrong. He can actually shoot the ball a little bit. <laughs> So my bad, Langston. Don't 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 hurt me, man. Don't hurt me. But uh, I still don't like the signing. I don't like the signing. I don't like the fact that Pist- the Pistons have three point guards. Uh, I felt that money could have been used for uh, maybe a Ben McLemore, maybe a CJ Miles, somebody who could shoot. But the fact that they got Avery Bat- Bradley on the team, I I still don't like the move. I still don't like the move. But maybe I should have gave him a little more credit about uh. Him being (laughs) better than what he was. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, any more stories? I do top five. But I think that's only four. I just gave y'all a a, a whole bunch of NBA news. So, we're going to count that as like ten. So, that's like top ten stories. And these ain't even top ten stories from the week. Oh! Oh! Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's talk about LeVar. LeVar is in the news again. First of all, Jordan said that he could beat LeVar Ball with one leg. <laughs> I think uh, I would agree. If you're only averaging two points and two rebounds when you play in college, and you're talking about something you could be probably the greatest NBA player in history, I just don't see that happening. I, I, I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening. And Shaq... Shaq just dropped a diss track to LeVar Ball and it's actually not that bad. It's not that bad. Like Shaq's baby uh dang who was that one song that I thought was just straight garbage. Uh I can't remember the name of the song, but it was just straight dumpster juice. Um his his little freestyle to Kobe Yeah, that freestyle. Was just straight doodle. Um, uh, man, but shout out to Shaq, man. He he put he put bars down on this uh on on (laughs) on this track. He said he got that James Harden Steph Curry money, and you combine both of them, that's like 400 million dollars. He said he got that kind of money. (laughs) Shout out to Shaq, though. And last but not least, LeVar got. Man, if you ain't met a bigger crybaby in sports, the VAR ball is that. He petitioned for a female referee to get taken out of the game because the female referee gave him a technical foul. Gave him two technicals and ejecting him out of the game. He was going to pull his team from the court like he previously did when he got a technical foul. When his team was winning by nine points. Crazy, right? But, why, why do we give this dude a platform? Why do you give him a platform? Because you know the bigger the platform, the bigger the stage, the more of a fool somebody's going to act because they want they wanna, to wanna prove theyself. they something. They want to show out. Anytime you give somebody a big platform, they're going to show out and they're going to do everything that they can to let people know that they got the big platform to show out. Why do they give this dude such a big platform to show out? You can't even defend this dude no more. Like, I defended him. Like, I think it's a good thing what he's trying to do with his big baller brand, building his own sneakers, trying to, you know, brand with different companies, trying to get all the money, trying to teach his sons the independence of being their own bosses. I get that. But the minute you start telling females to stay in their own lane and you, you yelling at females saying that she's not fit enough to do her job and she's not about this uh, men's basketball life and calling on Michael Jordan saying you can beat him one-on-one. You said Lonzo Ball could be Steph Curry in the game of one-on-one. You publicly say that your middle son is not going to go to the NBA and then you let your youngest son cherry pick his way to 54 points and 92 points in a single game. <sighs> Let's get into feet pieces of the week, man.
0: <laughs> Those kicks are sneaker looking good. Here's the top five feet pieces for this week.
1: Alright, so five feet pieces of the week, man. Let's let's start. If you in the sneaker store, go see if you can pick you up some of them air up tempo pippins, the Nick editions. Go pick you up some of them Kobe AD next. Mamba Curios, I think I'm Mamba Cereal, Mamba Curios. Go pick you up some of them. Go pick up them Air Jordan 5s, man, with the cement colors. Dope. The Air Max 97s in all colorways is also available. And the Air Up Tempo 2s. Go pick you up some of them. I'm not getting into details of all of them. If you want to know how the shoes look, go look them up for yourself. <laughs> but it was episode episode number eighteen, man. We did the dang thing. We in the building. You already know how it go. Um, I am Tyrone Smith, and I got my big old thing of water right here. <sighs> yes, I'm your host Tyrone Smith, man. Episode number eighteen. Got him, coach, and I'm up out of here. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at GEC325. Check out the website at GEC325.com buy a shirt at 325gecshop.store and become a patron for exclusive perks at patron.com slash GEC325. Tune in next week for another episode of Got'em Coach!